everybody and welcome to another episode of Over the Cup podcast Formula 1 podcast for fans old and new by Formula 1 fans old and new we are talking about Singapore GP with the one and only Honey Badger woo 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 Honey hello, Badger hello 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 everyone <laughs> you had no, a good race no 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 i won't call it a good race no no in, in the sense that Honey Badger the OG Honey Badger had a good race ah Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. So we are going to keep this After... very short. Wait till the record lives. Thank you, everybody, for listening. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> But talking about Ricardo, yeah. After how many races he has been in top ten or top six, maybe? Oh my God, I don't know. Like it, this is his uh, best result in this season. I think Australia was where he finished P six. P six, yeah. Yeah, and uh, been it's been a while, but um, yeah, man made up uh, places from P seventeen to P five without the upgrade. Yep, yep. Yeah, Honey Badger still got it. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> okay i i i know that you're not uh, in, that that comment is not intended towards me but i take it anyway no i i really do believe that he still has it in him to like race and produce good results i i think he's being too adamant about being in a in a top team like i think as of right now being on the grid is more important than being in a competitive team but uh, at the end of the day it's his decision so yeah 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 can't do anything except pray that he, he gets a good seat yeah but uh, anyways singapore um i still can't decide what i feel about the race <laughs> we are recording this on a wednesday and i don't know how i feel about that you race. know i have been I have been going through uh, the comments online, and I I found people went crazy over this race, and I find it so boring. Such contrasting uh, thoughts for everyone. Yeah, because like I think it was on a group chat, right? You said that on theory, like on paper, if you just look at the result, it looked like a crazy race. But if you actually yeah, yeah, yeah. watch it, it's the most boring race you've ever seen. Like I've seen Monaco races that are more interesting. interesting than this and that is saying something <laughs> and also i remember uh, crafty on the commentary saying that uh, uh, you know first up and finished in p8 p8 or p7 at the end of the day I p7 think. p7 p7 right yeah so you might think that uh, he had a pretty normal race but uh, it's crazy on on behalf of first up and i mean yeah. considering only first up and race yeah yeah but, I, uh, i saw a tweet i saw the funniest tweet that said that uh, challenge for anybody make somebody who's never watched f1 make somebody make them watch the singapore gp and try to convince them that lewis and max are the best drivers on the track <laughs> <laughs> oh no how many mistakes dude they were they were crying they were making mistakes they were they were like proper rookies in their like first or second race but i i should you not dude i could feel their frustration like I'm not going to lie. I literally fell asleep while I was watching the race. Like yeah, I fell yeah, asleep. Same. I yeah, fell asleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I watched the last half of the race the next day. <laughs> But it was <laughs> very 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 boring. So okay, let's start from the qualifying. Um yeah. uh Vettish qualifying I would say Indos were out. Um 
the track was evolving a lot like i mean the the increase the the improvement and performance lap after lap was crazy like it was it was a good qualifying i think but i think the uh, the the most important talking point is uh, max verstappen's final q3 lap which was um... <laughs> the reason i find it so funny to <laughs> <laughs> ran out of fear <laughs> I don't I don't think I don't think the problem was that they ran out of fuel I think the problem was that had he completed that lap and then done another lap to come back to the pit they wouldn't have been able to produce the one liter fuel sample that like the volume of that fuel yeah 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 so he would get disqualified and would have to start P20 yep I think that's why they asked him to um, what do you say like abandon that lap and pit and um, yeah we got another Uh, another uh, good Verstappen radio. Ah, what was it? What was his radio? I, I didn't hear the radios. Yeah, it was just like, what the fuck? This is stupid. This that. Like he was just angry. And I mean, I understand because Singapore is a is a bad track to start. at the back yeah, but yeah, you yeah. know i mean ricardo made up places so <laughs> you know red bull tried their max to make this uh, race interesting by putting uh, verstappen at the back but <laughs> yeah still... i think they 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 want uh, max to win the title in uh, japan japan yeah 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 honda honda yeah so but yeah. verstappen should do this for fun he should take a grid penalty every race and uh... start from the fact I, yeah i mean with, with all the cost cap talks i don't i don't know how much red bull can, uh, can spend on new engines and everything i don't know so hmm. we, we are recording this today on wednesday where we are waiting eagerly for the cost cap findings which i think the, uh, they're not releasing like it's not getting released today it's, it's not getting to released today yeah i don't think so because i think uh, they said around like 3 hours ago they said 3 3 and a half hours ago they They said that it will be released in two hours, but uh, I don't know. I I okay. if the report releases, um, I I'm going to react a live uh like a, a first reaction to the report. Hmm. Okay. 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 Yeah. So that should be fun. But anyways, coming back to Singapore and yeah, that's it. Uh, qualifying was there anything else? I think it was interesting. <laughs> Q uh, Q3 was very Q3 was was very interesting. interesting. Like, uh, it was a shame that Lewis did not get uh, get pole, but I think like you you can't do anything. That Mercedes is not like the best best car. But what was interesting was the how that how close were the top. top 3 people like it was just below 100 second right yeah 5 so 500th of a second like 0.054 yeah 0.05 yeah 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 so That's that was cool close. that was cool ah. After the first turn, I was thinking, uh, seeing the Hamilton's uh, sector times, I was thinking of uh, Chakuni's statement. So in the last episode, he told that Hamilton will take pole at Singapore. Yeah. So I thought, okay, wow, this this might come true. <laughs> this yeah, might be true. Yeah, same, same, same. I, I, I was thinking the exact same thing, but uh, alas, 
did not unfortunately happen. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah and uh yeah let's let's talk about the race um the race um uh, fia do you know that you have a tire that is blue colored <laughs> yeah wet tires my god like okay um so i don't uh first we are going to go after fia then we'll go after hot star and then we'll talk about the actual race first okay uh what what is the start procedure that was so necessary to delay the race for because i think most of it was just martin brundle doing his track walk like that was it dude it was so horrible i had to uh switch i mean you also had to switch to a different uh, website yeah 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 <laughs> to see what's happening because the hot hot didn't start the stream itself yeah and then like a uh, hot start like dude what is your problem like give us the race build up the people who are watching formula 1 are going to watch the race build up as well because they watch formula 1 because they like the sport so like just start start the stream one hour ago don't don't broadcast it on your fucking channel if you want to make more money out of it but like it's a stream stream it do it what's the yeah, yeah, i don't yeah. understand what the problem is <gasps> i am so i am so lucky that i was uh, not in india when uh, ferrari's 1000th uh, race happened yeah i watched the like there was a one and a half hour race build up wow yeah yeah, yeah. i think that was imola 2020 mm. if i'm not wrong and uh, i watched it uh, like i didn't skip one bit of it i watched the whole race build up uh they were explaining the history of ferrari and the championships and many former f1 legends were coming and uh, you know they were telling about ferrari and their their days so it was it was a lot of fun imagine missing that content yeah exactly like you know hotstar is just streaming f1 for the money like because they obviously don't understand the sport at all they are like yeah, yeah. we get money for it because otherwise why would you not uh, broadcast you know seb driving nigel manson's car like yeah. like that is such, Mick, such it's such a big deal yeah 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 mick, uh, mick driving the f4 yeah mick driving the f2004 F2004. oh my F2004. god yeah oh. dude i watched that stream dude i genuinely i watched that stream uh, on the website not on the hotstar yeah i think i will also have to resort to that like i I am happy to like I the reason I don't uh, I anyways have to have like a Hotstar subscription for the n number of shows that I watch on their platform just that I think mm. for uh, for race build up at least I will watch the stream but so yeah, talking like about the was, start yeah i it was irritating that it was delayed you almost made kramer miss the, miss his flight <laughs> kramer was on the track and he was on the track and he was asking us on what the update was <laughs> when was the restarting he is in singapore he was in singapore on the track and he did not know when the race was starting at at turn 7 at turn 7 was he at turn 7 yeah i think he was at turn 7 yeah he was at turn 7 after the drs yeah so oh, yeah so bad i i, I don't understand the logic because in the past as well we had few races where it was a heavy downpour and they started the race 
behind the safety car yeah let's say for example germany 2019 mm. the track was shit wet yeah canada canada also won race right canada to 2010 2011 2011 that 2011, was the craziest yeah, race yeah. yeah yeah so in the past we had the take for instance belgium uh 2021 yeah don't talk about that race that was such I a mean, shit <laughs> they raced only one lap but uh comparatively it was not that heavy of a down downpour in uh in singapore, singapore this year right yeah, yeah. they could have started on uh wet tires easily easily yeah yeah maybe they were worried they were worried a bit because this is a street circuit yeah like i i understand the logic because I think uh, with the wet tires, the spray would be so much that the drivers might not be able to see where they're breaking points, where they have to turn and all that. So mm. I I would still give them a pass. But like, why no DRS? Why no DRS for how many laps? Like 25, 30 laps? Right? No, no, no. I think it was, I think DRS was enabled after Yuki's safety car ended, which was well into lap 36, 37. 37, yeah, yeah. Okay, uh, yeah, okay, okay. Out of 60, one laps not all of which were completed so out of 61 laps so i think there were around 57 58 laps that were completed you we did not have drs for more than half the race it was like a weird throwback of emola and monaco combined like monaco was delayed <laughs> emola also half the race we did not have drs like drs it was so boring the, the drivers went on to put slicks and for like 10 good laps we didn't have drs yeah yeah and like That's... even even uh, what do you like okay this is a genuine question I have I think there was the reason they did not enable DRS was because there was I think after one DRS zone the track was still wet so that was a safety concern can they not do like a partial DRS enablement so whichever DRS zone you have a safety concern don't activate that DRS zone but activate the other one like you have multiple DRS zones in Singapore right yeah 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 but um, I think the pit straight and the the one after turn five only those two are the drs zones yeah so i think the turn five one was where the problem was and pit straight was okay like so activate the pit straight drs only don't don't give it a turn five no i think we could have they could have enabled both the uh, drs act both the zones actually because pit straight was pretty dry enough yeah yeah pit straight i i know for a fact that pit straight was dry i can't remember what was the scene with like the turn five one but this is what I heard. The reason DRS was not enabled was because after turn 5 or before turn 5, whatever it is, before that DRS or after that DRS, it was still wet and it would have been tricky. That DRS uh, zone was where uh, Lewis Hamilton went straight and max went straight yeah so that's that's the end point of the drs i, I didn't see any wet patches there in like uh turn in the last couple of corners i guess last but three or last but fourth corner under the bridge they were going under the bridge yeah under the bridge was where i so think i saw the most wet, wet patches patch. yeah. yeah 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 so they could have enabled drs way earlier yeah but, but like i mean for Let's just say, for the sake of the argument, that their reason was that turn 5 DRS is still dangerous. But why can't they enable a partial DRS? Like, Imola, I can understand. Imola, there was only one DRS zone. The track was dry, but I don't know why they still waited. I don't care. Imola is done. But Singapore, you 
have two DRS zones. So enable one of them. The one which is safe, where, where there are no, not, there is no wet patches or anything. Enable that DRS. Turn five whenever it is that you see fit. Because it was such a pouring race. Like you, it's anyways a shitty track for overtakes. And then you don't even get, give them DRS. Like what? Like even Max couldn't make up places being in the fastest car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you have put a good, good point forward, but uh, maybe technologically it's kind of challenging to do that. Investment sure. technology. That is what I'm trying to say. Track limits. Invest in technology. <laughs> Don't waste for like human eyes to decipher if a track limit has been exceeded. Invest in technology. You're making all that. You're taking all of that oil money to put in your pocket. Put it in the goddamn sport you fucking moron that is what I'm trying to say (laughs) that is exactly my point like you make so much money you are literally not giving a fuck about what the fans what the drivers wants what the team wants no we need more teams you're like no F1 does not need any more teams we just need more races okay good you are only taking tracks that are going to pay you shitload of money without any regard of what that track safety is how good the races are you have no concerns about that okay good so you are making the big bucks out of it invest some of it into the sport your integrity is shit your decision making is even more shit like what the fuck are you doing FIA <sighs> even in the race like George Russell thing I don't know how that was not a penalty George Russell should have gotten a penalty he literally ran into Mick Schumacher and then he's saying in the media later that oh I think I left him enough space you can think all you want George but that's not what happened think whatever you want to think but why was it not investigated why was Max Verstappen overtaking Landon Norris under the VSC not investigated? Why were three instances of Sergio Perez not maintaining the required 10 car length distance behind the safety car given only a one five second penalty? And while we are on the subject, can we just stop doing this? Oh, we need to talk to the driver because that is such a stupid did you read what the FIA judgment was? Okay. Before going to that, yeah. did they even talk to the driver? They they apparently did. Okay. And it was but like... Somewhere, it, somewhere I read that they haven't talked to the driver and gave the decision away. Oh my God. I will tell you that that explanation is the shittiest thing I have ever read. Okay. Which so is... when questioned during the hearing, Perez said that the conditions were very wet and it was difficult to closely follow the safety car with little heat in his tires and brake. Okay. This is what Perez Said. Then although tra- then the FIA says although the track was wet in parts, we do not accept that the conditions were such as to make it impossible or dangerous for Paris to have maintained the required less than ca- ten car lengths gap. Okay, they do not okay. accept that. Nevertheless, we took into account the wet conditions and the difficulties highlighted by Paris as mitigating uh, mitigatory circumstances for this incident and accordingly determined that a reprimand ought to be imposed. Like. What? Wow. I hope wow. FIA, you are not printing these things. Like you're not using actual paper because th- this is the this is the shittiest waste of paper I have ever. Like, what is even this? Like, we do not accept. Nevertheless, we will accept the thing that we just said we will not accept. Like, what? He did Bring it three times. Musk. He did it three times. I think. Uh, like, I think I heard that it was uh, Sebastian Vettel. I think uh, in one of his. Uh, 
races back in 2011, I think, Hungary it was, where he lost his win because of this, because he did not maintain the necessary distance or something like that. I don't remember oh, what I've uh, read on Twitter. Yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. I think, uh, uh, who, who won that race? I think. I don't know. I think My point is that there is a precedence. If you've seen that Perez has violated it, it is a rule break. If five second penalty is what you give for it. He did it three times. Tell him he has a 15 second penalty or a 10 second penalty. And then let him build that gap to the second place driver. Let him do it. Like give out the decision. Like if I wanted to wait and see how much of a gap Charles Perez would be able to build to Charles. Like, okay, now let me pose another question. If Charles was within five seconds, do you do you think that they would have given him a five second penalty? Because I don't think so. Because that is what no. it looks like. Because no. he did it three times. They gave him a reprimand. Then they gave him a warning. Then they took two, two and a half hours. I think WTF1 said, Katie said that the final decision came at one o'clock in the morning Singapore local time. Are you fucking kidding me? Oh no. Are you it's fucking just... kidding me? What the fuck is TFIA doing, man? Uh... And wh- why is this practice of oh, we need to hear from the driver becoming the norm? Like the teams have a right to protest any decision that has been made, right? So yeah. So let them uh, let them uh, what do you say? Let them protest later. Like it's a it's a definite breach of the regulation. A regulation that the FIA has said that you have to follow. I don't understand this. <sighs> it's it was so irritating when I was watching the race. I already knew everything that had happened, and I was like, "Just, just give it to Red Bull, man. <laughs> just give it to Red Bull. Can we just fast forward this season? Let's, let's start talking about 2023." Perez in the past has escaped so many penalties. It's there's only one thing I want. Like I was, I was equally pissed that they did not investigate George. I was equally pissed that mm. they did not investigate Max. I was equally pissed that they did took so much time to give out decision on Sergio's penalty. Like, I am mad at everything. Yep, and yep. Mercedes is my team. But I know that our driver did something bad. He should have been investigated. And had he been investigated, he would have definitely gotten a penalty. And to anybody who says that, oh, but he got a puncture, that was penalty enough. No, no. The uh, <laughs> the puncture was a consequence of the stupidity of George Russell. It wasn't a penalty. Penalty would have been a five second penalty added to his time, or when he comes for a pit stop, he would have had to serve it. You that is a penalty. When when George was in Williams and uh, uh, he was confirmed to Mercedes in twenty twenty one, right? Yeah. So, uh, so after that, I had a discussion with my friend. So. I was telling my friend that, oh no, now George is going to become a crybaby because, because <laughs> the team itself is like that. Mercedes has the most chatur, uh, chatur mentality, that silencer from three games. Yeah. And they will be like, okay, you're good. You're good at everything. I agree. But, but they have the toppers mentality for sure. Yeah. And I have been telling this and he, uh, I, I, I was telling I was telling this to my friend and he told me that no, 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 just spare George. George won't become like that. And yesterday he messaged me, dude, you are right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh my god. So you remember at the start of the season when George gave uh, gave a statement that uh, Mercedes is going to be slower than Alfa Romeo. Mm. So at that time also he my friend messaged me I am seeing signs of George uh, you know turning out to be a cry baby. Yeah. <laughs> And yesterday he confirmed it. Uh like it's just that dude I'm telling you I I don't think I will be watching F1 for a very long time if if this continues because it's not worth like pissing my I would much rather put in my time energy and effort in uh, you know following EPL more closely because there's no point and don't say that football matches are fixed okay don't take it away from me <laughs> do you want me to spoil it no don't let me live in the bubble please because otherwise what do i have i only have tennis and nba left thing else oh my god manti if you, if you st- uh, start following epl closely then there is an fia equivalent there in epl as well i mean i and, and and that is a only Uh, a single individual his name is anthony taylor okay the referee i mean even last last year we only had that it was a one man army michael masi he was the he was the biggest problem like ugh, my god i am so done with fia release the fucking cost cap report you fucking morons i'm telling you they are done with the report they are just scared of what is going to happen telling you they, are, they have their report done they are just see seeing all this we can we can safely say that masi masi's era was much better than the current one right i think they are like i think we we've discussed it uh, discussed it a lot in the past the the fia after everything that happened last year i think they are now just scared of giving anything too drastic against anybody yeah 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 they are just like okay we don't want to step on anybody's toes which is not what they should be they are not in the business to please people they are there to govern a, a sporting event which has clear rules yeah and that's that's their job so basically they need somebody with balls to like make the hard decisions like can we just resurrect sir charlie that's that's the only way things can only improve. if we can yes I sometimes feel the Harry Potter world was real because then we would have a portrait of Sir Charlie in the FIA race control room, and yep. he would be he would be saying uh, he would have, he would have been bashing Michael Massey. Like I would be one hundred percent okay with Michael Massey asking Sir Charlie what is to be done for Abu Dhabi, and mm. Lewis would have won. He would have retired, and we would have had no problem with whatever else is happening. because yep. they have done such a bad job like uh, what happened to that virtual race control shit whatever it was that the fia said was going to help them make decisions because they still can't make decisions <laughs> we can go on and on and on about fia's incompetences yeah i mean they announced that we will have something like a var and they are not using it and in football you have like they are using var so much they like oh oh this player was 1 micrometer ahead of the last defender oh it's an offside <laughs> how is that an offside that is not 1 micrometer is 10 to the power minus 6 that's not an advantage that's a thread <laughs> fucking are you kidding me right now <sighs> see 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 i'm done i'm it's, I'm <laughs> it's like, same across all the sports fancy you can't escape so done i'm so done with sports can i i think i need to find a new hobby like i need to abandon sports altogether 
like it is so scripted that i might as well be watching big boss it is so scripted oh, oh no <laughs> uh, okay. right what else happened in the race oh, okay latifi latifi uh... use your mirrors what is wrong with you buddy <laughs> that latifi see if i was driving that williams i would have crashed into zo like that. <laughs> but like That's the level of. That's not how a race driver drives a car. That's you not even told you. I've only seen idiots on the road in in India where we live, where people go like without using their mirrors. There has to be a difference between a common man and an F1 driver. <laughs> you can't be driving like that. <laughs> even even Nikita Mazepin wouldn't have drive drove like that. <laughs> oh my God, letting. <laughs> I, I used to have so this. much respect on Latifi when he was in ah, uh, F2. He used to be consistent. He used to be very good in F2, but now not enough. I will just say this about Latifi. There are some things that only he can do, and I think 2023 onwards, that aspect of Formula One is what we will miss. <laughs> Content-wise, not mm. in respect to anything that happens on the track, but content-wise, I think uh, we all content, all Formula One content creators would be losing a lot after Latifi yep. leaves F1. <laughs> Latifi is Latifi is like a garam masala dude. Yeah, you can like sprinkle a little bit of him, and the entire the thing completely changes. changes. It just completely changes. Ah, <laughs> uh, Latifi. Oh, oh, okay, man. I saw this thing on uh, Twitter or somewhere. Hmm. Uh, you remember the quote when George Russell said that uh, Bottas shouldn't be racing for P9 in Mercedes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> And Valtteri Bottas, Valtteri Bottas posted on Instagram. I know. I know. <laughs> that no, was a savage that moment. So funny. Even I mean, if you, you put know, the context. When, uh, yeah, please continue. If if you put the context, George Russell has been so consistent this season. But uh, to take the context out of the equation, that so looks like a savage. savage that reply. is so savage. Like, dude, I think Bottas was just waiting to leave Mercedes to really show us how savage he can be. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember uh, when he did uh, like in an interview, he did that uh, George Russell is a type of guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that so became funny. a meme. That became a meme, and now this even has okay. So when George uh, uh, went into make Shumagar, has tweeted, "No, George, no, that was so no, not George. right." <laughs> also, they posted one more thing. I think Crikey. Hmm. Oh, Russell, you are hmm. one big asshole if you're if you're saying that make Shumagar is driving for. defending like it's his last race or whatever like every driver has the right to drive like that first second he does not have a contract of course he's driving for his career what the fuck is the matter with you <laughs> he does not how do you not know the news on the paddock dude in the heat of the moment drivers say not... shit on the radio dude yeah but like i did not know one weekend could make me so angry on george <laughs> like god what are you doing we're I mean, supporting I, you The I don't blame season. George for that. I blame Mercedes for that. Mercedes environment. That's it. Yeah, I mean, but like, I think, I think each each team has that kind of a characteristic, right? Like, 
uh, Mercedes has this like um, uh, this chatur type mentality, like the class topper kind of a personality. Red Bull has yeah. that devil may care. We are going to do whatever the fuck we want to do kind of a mentality. Ferrari yeah. has that uh, oh no matter what happens you cannot say anything to us mentality like each team has its own <laughs> they, they all have their own personalities and everything and it is very um, it's very evident in uh, their drivers as well unless some some of those drivers are in their villain era i think they are all yeah. going to echo what their brand stands for which is i understand uh, i understand that they are representative of their brand but they can tone down on the assholery like every single one of them like even red bull has some asshole aspect mercedes has their own set of asshole aspect and even ferrari does like i'm out of pity for ferrari (laughs) get your shit together you're losing the title in the fastest car what the fuck is wrong with you dude what is left to see for me dude for ferrari i have seen everything until now (laughs) <laughs> including our own car unsafe release to our own car yeah yeah like i mean ferrari like i think this is what happens in ferrari's strategy debriefs they are not discussing the actual strategy they are like what can we do new to fuck up this race weekend this is what happens in the debrief oh no we should after the after the season is done we should do a roast roast of each team or at I least am, the top I'm, team i'm scared now I'm no, no, we'll we'll all left to see. We'll what all roast our team. Oh, don't what worry. Worst things I have to see. Sorry, how many races are left? There are one, two, three, four, five. five. You'll you'll five. at least get five more innovative ways in which Ferrari fucks up. <laughs> you'll you'll get it. Uh no. So this season, the graph of my excitement for this season, like before Bahrain, it was like flat somewhere in the average line, and after Bahrain, it went. through the roof <laughs> and from australia or himala no australia it was like ah, okay 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 it dropped down to average again and starting from austria austria win okay hungary starting from hungary it went downhill completely yeah, it's it's in line with charles leclerc's point tally exactly yes yes <laughs> yes what it is oh man ferrari uh I dude this weekend made me so frustrated that I'm hating everything F1 right now. Like <laughs> the entire race was shit. <laughs> and there is just like Lewis Hamilton, Max Verstappen, what were they doing? I don't know what what was happening in that. Like it was just like can you imagine Daniel Ricardo is the driver who made up the most position the driver who has been at the receiving end of so much shit for his performance is the driver who made up the most number of positions yep 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 and also to put it put it from a different con- uh, perspective so the race started with perez leclerc and uh, sainz right yeah in top 3 yeah and as usual perez and leclerc drive no, no, no. in their own lewis was third lewis was third sainz oh sorry lewis was third yeah yeah lewis was third and sainz overtook and uh, he was holding lewis yeah and perez and leclerc were driving so far off from the rest of the grid yeah and safety car happens they come closer again the same thing happens and yeah. once the safety car happens they come they come closer again the same thing happens yes you know why because there was <laughs> no the same, drs again the safety car happens same thing happens my god that is 
such a and you said like literally after every safety car you would think that something is going to happen now and it was like there were so many racing blue balls in the entire race yeah that, yeah 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 i was like there's no point and i slept i'm just glad that i got good i got a good sleep because that race bored me so much i slept for good 10 hours it was like boring and lengthy as well yeah it's like it always feels like that when there's nothing happening like monaco feels the same way imola this year felt the same way like if if mm. nothing is happening you feel mentally exhausted <laughs> at the end of the races it was yeah also alpine way to screw over alonso on his 350th race like what are you even doing even ocon even ocon but like it's not his 350th race but <laughs> Like, why you Sad. why are you doing that to Alonso? I know he pissed you off and uh, and went to Aston Martin, but it's your fault also. Yep. Yeah. Apparently, okay. Alpine, Alpine tried to bring uh, Sebastian Vettel out of retirement after uh, after uh, Alonso left because he was like they were like he's the only worthy. a mm. replacement for alonso which is true but the man just announced his retirement he's not going to be like oh sorry i'm still going to race like he thought something <laughs> that's why he mm. retired what is yeah it? yeah alpine And is so shit dude i don't think metal will be coming back to f1 as a driver mm. no we need him as the race director i think that is where he is more required right now also, or for in principle either no, is fine no 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 No. no, let Vettel win with Ferrari that way. No, no, no. I won't agree. Why? I want Vettel as a uh, how do you say it? As a supporter of Ferrari, as a to better explain it, I want uh, Vettel to be how Nicky Lauda was to uh, Mercedes. I understood. Also, while we're at it, let's uh, uh, let's uh, just address this. So only five races left, and uh, Sebastian Vettel. He's on two ninety four race starts. Yeah, he's gonna finish at two ninety nine. Ah, it almost makes me feel like two ninety nine. Yeah, I wish Russia wasn't cancelled. <laughs> If or they had just replaced Russia with another race. Let let's let's put it yeah, like that. Yeah. I'm glad Russia got cancelled, but if only they had uh, replaced it. it. Yeah, yeah, they too should bad, have replaced bad. it. Yeah, with Malaysia. Yeah. All right. I, What I'm, else to talk about? I don't want to talk about this race because it's just going to make me <laughs> even more mad. Uh, Aston do... Martin stopped in both of them. Yes, Aston Martin. I mean, are you even surprised? There were six people who DNF. Yeah, mostly. Only yeah. George Russell Credit was nowhere. And... I don't know what Mercedes did. Hey, while we are. Yeah, while we are at it, uh, Kevin Magnussen. Can you like what happens to you in the first lap, dude? Front wing. Are you doing? What are you doing? Like every time in the first lap, how is it that you are the only one crashing into somebody? See, Kevin has only one approach. Either you'll see a first lap uh, Kevin Magnussen front wing damage video, or you'll see like him overtaking like four or five cars in the first lap itself. There are only yeah, two ways. Yeah, do the do the latter more, na? Why is he doing <laughs> the first thing more? Like I don't understand. I I really like I was rooting for K Mag. But now I really think that Haas made a big mistake renewing him for multiple years because look at what he's he fucks up his race starts every single time every single time he fucks up his own race start like yeah yeah what are you doing like Haas could have scored points Mick Schumacher uh, was George Russell's fault but Kevin Magnussen was his fault 
he's becoming synonymous with it. like i have never seen so many black and orange flags for one driver he gets one every other race weekend <laughs> uh the good old days of kmag and roman grosjean if only if we had gone through all those days no i mean i i i'm sh- i surely will go through all do- those days but i'm like is there no there is a learning curve right like let's just learn from what you what is the point of doing the same shit over and over again when it is not even serving you like how is mm. that helping okay let's let's just do predictions man i'm so fucking tired of it <laughs> Okay. So Kramer, Kramer predicted um Max George signs fastest lap to Max. Uh only one Alpine among points. Lando Norris uh Lando Norris above Daniel Ricardo and no Haas in points. So Kramer gets 2 points. Okay. This Lando Norris finishes above Daniel Ricardo is another uh Alex Albon above Latifi prediction. This will not fly from next time Kramer. <laughs> Takuni said Charles Lewis Russell fastest lap to Lewis Perez out of top 5 Alonso in Q3 and Vettel in Q3. So he gets 1 point for Alonso in Q3. Nice. You said Lewis signs Russell fastest lap to signs Vettel into Q3 both Alpines in top 10 in race and at least two DNFs. You also get 1 point for <laughs> only 1 point. Nice. I said Hamilton Charles Max fastest lap to Charles at least one uh, VSC or safety car or red flag in the main race at least three DNFs and at least six different teams start in top 10 in the race. So I get 5 points. Yay! And that wow. is the lead. Back in the lead. Yes. Japan. Let's talk about Japan because apparently it is supposed to rain in Japan on the race weekend. Oh, is it? Yes. So another delayed restart and everybody is going to no. start on enters. Japan with rain doesn't feel all right good. Dude, it right even right now it shows uh Friday it shows rain and Sunday it shows rain. But in all fairness, I will say this, while the Monaco race was happening, my weather app was showing that it was sunny in Monaco. So I will take it with a pinch of salt, but I'm just saying <laughs> this is what the prediction mm. shows me right now. Japan should be should be dry, should be dry. Have no, you seen I the think. onboards of uh, have you seen Japanese race? Uh, the only wet race yes. I remember was 2014, the un- the most unfortunate one. Okay, no no no, no. not that one. So you started from 20- 2020, right? Watching F1? 2010. No 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 no. Actually, oh, yeah, yeah. Actually, yeah, 2020. We didn't yeah. have Japanese GP in 2020 and 2021, right? Yes. Okay, so this is going to be your first Of Japanese course. live GP. Yes. Dude, it should be it should be dry because the sight of the cars flowing through the sector one corners it is so poetic but i can't help it this is what the weather prediction is like i mean i you know, never know i know you i never know. know it's not in our it's not in our hands but uh, yeah but yeah. i i am telling you like my my race my weather report my weather app has shown that it was sunny in monaco when it was actually raining like i was looking live at it that it was raining in monaco <laughs> during the race and my weather app was showing that it was sunny in monaco so i am saying take it with a pinch of salt but as of right now this is what the weather prediction on my weather app shows now do you think the title oh. will get wrapped in uh in japan yes of course yeah i also because so. everybody loves this track lewis is a monster on this track max also drives crazy 
even uh, sebastian also uh, he loves his track so this is like a barcelona uh, people i mean people have more experience driving around in barcelona but this is the most loved track for all the drivers Japan. yeah so i'm i'm also excited to to watch uh, this race live and it's like a classic one yeah let's see japan should the uh... it should be like uh, even the older races that i watch like japanese gp they are interesting and they are fun except for 2014 yeah, yeah. they are fun yeah, yeah. the whole prost versus senna yeah i don't know do like once i'm done with like catching up to like 2020 then i will do like a just watching iconic moments from races even before that i don't think i can watch anything because 2010 i remember 2010 was such a boring season because i'm like nothing is happening dude no overtaking and like nothing is happening so i i can't watch in, all of the, them but i will try to in, watch as many as i can like controversial moments or like defining moments or something hmm yeah yeah sounds good yeah okay so we are done with singapore thank god we are done with singapore oh my god what a fucking shitty race <laughs> i never liked singapore circuit i mean uh, felt i always feel like my not so interested yeah it is never fun like i don't know why people get so excited about these tracks like it's the same with um uh, with monaco right i don't know why people get so excited oh saturday is the only day that is important dude you are just saying that you are going to waste two hours of your life on a sunday for no apparent reason like what are you even doing yeah. so yeah but uh, we'll see but the next race should be good japan is awesome and i am excited to watch my first ever japanese race live yay japan will be amazing yeah. i believe yeah should be <sighs> not for ferrari though uh, i hope for mercedes yeah yep yeah okay i think we are done yep okay so thank you for joining man this was a uh, short sweet and very frustrating thank you everybody for listening to this episode if you if you like the episode and if you like the podcast please like share subscribe share share the podcast with your friends if you have any feedback for us or if you want us to cover anything or if you want to be part of the podcast write to us at over the cup podcast at the rate gmail.com please reach out to us on our instagram or twitter if you want to say anything or if you any of the above um what else we also do race live watch alongs and qualifying and race live watch alongs on twitch so you can follow us there we are called kicks and curb on twitch until japan japan yes 10:30 am i get to drink on a sunday morning haha <laughs> yeah 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 yes should be fun all right so bye bye bye